Decoding Future Leadership is an audiovisual podcast breaking open the capabilities, technologies, growth strategies, and mental fitness required to lead our future working world. A collaboration between PeopleStrong, the customer's choice for HR tech across Asia Pacific, and Fisher Leadership, each episode addresses the challenges of a hybrid workforce with a blend of human capability and HR technology solutions. Let's get into this week's episode. I'm delighted to be joined today by Vipal Mathur, who's going to join us in a moment. But before I do that, I thought I'd just quickly introduce the podcast for today. We're talking about leading in a high growth environment, um, which, as I'm sure Vipal will tell us, calls for courage, fortitude, and, uh, and a values-driven decision-making approach. Um, and really what we're going to explore today is how values-driven leaders leverage technology to align their workforce for cohesion and for growth, um, particularly during uncertain and challenging situations and times, which I'm sure we'd all agree is what we are in now. Um, a quick introduction to our guest speaker, Vipal Mathur who is joining us today um, from India. He leads the performance and productivity practice at PeopleStrong, Asia's leading uh, work and HR technology provider. He's an experienced entrepreneur uh, and a business leader with a career spanning uh, over two decades of building, managing and leading teams. Um, Vipal has done a considerable amount of work on business management for high growth companies, having founded uh, startup businesses within technology uh, before joining the People Strong business. Um, he's worked a lot with objective and key uh, reporting uh, statistics and how to best implement OKR strategies and create business outcomes. So we're really fortunate to be joined by him today. Um, Bipo, welcome. And um, how how are things going at the moment? I know it's early in the morning for you, but thank you so much for joining us today. It's great to have you with us. No, thanks. Thanks a lot, Adam. Uh, thanks for this invitation. And I look forward for some amazing conversation together. Fantastic. All right. Well, look, one of the things that um, I was really keen to talk sure. about, first of all, was um, just a, a very opening statement, Vipal. Um, how do you see things um, at the moment in terms of the environment, technology, and what are, what are some of the key challenges that you're working with at the moment? What I've seen, um, Adam, in last, uh, in fact, couple of years in my interactions with uh, you know, CEOs across Asia, is that a consistent keywords, couple of keywords which are coming in every conversation, is that how do I build agility now in teams? How do I drive accountability? How do I scale up the business where we are? How do we build capability and drive engagement? I think these are the areas where, where I'm hearing a lot of conversation around uh, across leaders uh, in Asia, at least. Yes. And, and, and I think... Uh, you know, one of the solutions which, uh, you know, I've, I've been providing to these firms is of a very interesting framework called OKR. You, you did mention about objectives and key results. And that's something which uh, leaders are exploring and using to drive alignment in teams. So that's something which I'm, I'm seeing, Adam, at, at scale uh, across uh, various, uh, you know, enterprises. Fantastic. And more and more, to your point, uh, Vipul, we're seeing 
you know, values-based leadership um, yeah. is being the key to attracting um, and retaining talent and also engaging workforces yeah. across organisations, you know, globally to instil that sense of, of, of real belonging, which is in this competitive landscape even more important to retain yeah. talent. Um You've worked with many high-growth leaders um, and you've supported them, as you said, with the objectives and key results frameworks. Can you just share with us where you've seen those models for growth really work and, and leverage sure. Um, sure. results? Sure. So, Adam, and, and I'll go into very basic um, you know, fundamentals. Um, I follow a very interesting uh, concept where we, I call it a CSC you know, mm -hmm. framework. And uh, if you if you look at for every firm who's who's uh, designed for growth, there are three critical levers. One is culture, second is strategy, and third is capability. Mm. Right? These three levers have to you know uh, work in in harmony for growth. Right? Now let's let's double click uh, this. So when we talk about culture, you know it starts at the top. Right? It's imperative now for leaders to call out the purpose, why they exist. Mm. What's the impact we are bringing, um, you know, uh, uh, to our customers, to, to a larger uh, environment. What is our ambition, where we want to go, very clearly, articulate, uh, you know, and build that in form of the strategy, right? How do you translate that into your strategy? Ensure that you have your operating plans, which are linked to, to, to your purpose. Ensure you have the strategy execution governance, which is there. Ensure you have a very articulate value proposition, right? And the third component is the capability, right? Mm. Do, you, do you have the know-how to execute your strategy, right? Does your team have the capability or the right skills to take you for growth, right? Yes. So if you see the culture, strategy, and capability, the framework which I have personally, uh, you know, witnessed and deployed, like I said, Adam OKR has been able to align this and at scale, right, for enterprises. Mm. So, as a as a team member, or or if I'm if I'm if I'm hiring a talent for my firm, or if I'm giving direction to my existing employees for uh, for growth, what OKR as a framework does, it gives the clarity for each and every team member where we're headed to, how am I contributing? So it just does not allow to align my business outcome. It also aligns the purpose. Mm. And most importantly, it brings the entire uh, you know, behavior amongst teams that my contribution is just not for a business outcome, but is aligned to a larger cause. Right. And that's the fundamental uh, simplicity and the, and the beauty, I would say, of a framework like an OKR. And, and, as an employee, I see that, hey, listen, to go from point A to point B, if I need to contribute, I'm lacking in those skills, mm. right? And I need to build that across as well. So OKR basically orchestrates all this thing together. It aligns people, not just from a business outcome, but from a culture as well. Mm -hmm. And the values which will take us to drive that is what forms the entire engagement piece to it. And that has been a, a success mantra for a lot of firms, Adam, which I've witnessed. Fantastic. You mentioned capability, Vipul, then. Yeah. And, and right at the end, you said that people who go through the OKR um, using that culture, uh, strategy 
and capability uh, framework as well, they begin to identify their own capabilities or where they need development. Can you talk to us a little bit more about what happens then when they identify perhaps they don't have the capabilities? How does that play out? Yeah, so um, very important element um, uh, you would have also witnessed that would be that what skills I possess perhaps might not be relevant for the future. Mm-hmm. You know, we've seen we've seen we've seen in at least last two uh, two years new way a new approach of doing business. Right? When let's say for example, uh, sales as a as a as a uh, function which we all uh, you know uh, understand pretty well. Uh, today we don't have the opportunity to interact. You know, with a customer, mm. and th- there are emotions when you, in, you know, when you are engaging with customers. So, so how have you translated yourself from doing a physical sales environment to a digital sales environment? Yeah, right. If as a sales leader you don't know the hacks of digital, uh, you know, sales, then there is a challenge. So, what do you do? You need to build capability. Mm. And if you're not building capability, you'll not succeed in your role. And what? This gap gives an understanding to an employee that if I need to succeed in this, my role, I need to build those capabilities. How I build those capabilities is through the learning uh, environment, which we kind of introduce to, uh, to, to the employees that these are the gaps which you have. You need to build that across in, in case you need to succeed, not only in your current role, but also in the roles for the future. So it's, it's very important. And I think today we're witnessing across enterprises, the entire need for the reskilling uh, of team members across functions because there Absolutely. are those three four more additional uh, skills you would need uh, for sure to succeed in in, in not only just uh, to to be successful in your current uh, business environment but in future as well yes that's fascinating because yeah. i've recently read a, an article from CEOs and, and a survey of CEOs and, and I think the top two areas that they yeah. pinpointed for uh, challenge over the next couple of years is that continual digitization of their capability or of their platform. Um, to your very point, it seems like that's a very, very key issue that, that you've talked about, Dan. Is that what you've seen in uh, you know, the recent years of, um, of identifying that capability? Yes, absolutely. And in fact, uh, if you see today, uh, what took us here will for sure not take us in the future, right? Uh, there are the customer behaviors are changing. So you need mm. to innovate uh, relentlessly, right? Now to yes. innovate, you need those additional skills. If that capability is not there in your firms, you would be lagging behind, right? And, and needless to say, you whether it's a market share or your customers, uh, uh, retention. So all those business challenges are sitting in front of us. Mm. Uh, so if we will not, uh, you know, upscale our teams, reskills uh, uh, our teams, uh, it will be a very, very difficult environment to sustain yourself in business. So, so uh, my my headline for from capability standpoint is now, not only just identify uh, for yourself to sustain yourself, but for your future growth, because somebody yes. out there in the market is doing that. He's going to do it. He's uh, going to do it quickly as well. Absolutely, um, brilliant. At People Strong, I know you've been you know bridging that gap between the way um, you know high growth companies uh, are leveraging technology. Can you talk us through you know your vision and some of the challenges that you've had and how you've overcome them within People Strong? 
So I mean, at PeopleStrong, we're very clear, um, you know, uh, two areas we invest very heavily. One is innovation and other is customer success. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a service provider uh, in technology, it's it's kind of our responsibility to ensure that, uh, you know, our, our customers are ahead of the curve, right? What we are talking right now, we need to practice this. Um, in fact, uh, uh, a year back, uh, we launched our uh, comprehensive talent management solution called Talent OS, Talent Operating System. That's what we are calling it. And we're calling it as an operating system because talent today is the core differentiator you know, between you and your competitor, the quality of talent. Uh, like we said that, uh, you know, if it's speed to market, speed to create, innovate, or, or, or speed to service your customer, the differentiation between you and your competitor is your talent. Now, what we have done is that uh, we looked at the market, right? And we saw that uh, organizations are struggling in, in managing their talent, right? And the reason why they're struggling is, um, A, there is no single comprehensive view. There are multiple systems running within each enterprise, right? B, is that uh, the entire processes which organizations are running are in silos, Mm. So our talent operating system basically combines all together, all the all the talent programs and gives an outcome of data to the firm. Now, to give you an example, um, the entire operating system is built on a proprietary skill cloud. And we spoke about academic capability. Yes. Organizations are struggling that for this particular role, what is the capability set I should be having? What are the mm. skills? Right? I don't know. Right now, our our AI, which we have built across uh, and and been there in, in the business for long, what we have done is that we provide that insight to to enterprises that for these roles, these are the skills which are likelihood that this person should own. So you're hiring the right talent. Then, yeah. Right? And once the talent is on board, are the skills? You know, what are the additional skills which you require? for the individual to grow, right? And this is where the capability building starts happening. So through technology, uh, we are able to create contextual learning paths for people. Mm-hmm. So if as a sales leader, we gave, I gave an example, I need to do a digital sales course, a course on how do I drive digital skills, which is not there with me, right? Uh, I've identified that gap. I'll provide the entire uh, learning journey and the capability attached to it. Also, what we've done is a lot of time skills are there within the firm, right? Perhaps the enterprises don't even know that because of the Mm. scale, right? So how do I see that who are the team members within the firm who possess these skills? And I need to, let's say, for example, I need to start new business operation, right? And then I need to have a team to set up. What do I do? I don't even have a view of people capability within the firm. So what we have created for the leaders is a quick view where you can see who all are the people within the firm having these skills and you can immediately bring them on the table and initiate the project. Right? So this is a, a very comprehensive way we've been able to create an operating system of sorts mm. uh, for the firm where from hiring right, to building capability to showcasing career progression to succession, all these are connected through our proprietary skill cloud. So a unifying uh, element in the entire uh, product is the capability. So one side you see how capability is being built within the firm. The other side you see is how the strategy is executing within the firm. Mm. So as a leader, if you double click, why the pace of strategy is not happening is perhaps the strategy is right. Perhaps people don't have the know how to execute the strategy. So that yes. 
balancing act is what talent operating system is bringing to the table and this is something uh, has been a challenge statement especially for a lot of ceos they've not been able to articulate it properly but yeah. once you have the data in front of you you can you know you can immediately pinpoint that this is an area these are my red zones i need to build capability so that we do not lose and there is a huge opportunity cost when running the business that we all know this podcast is created by fisher leadership and proudly sponsored by people strong Here's a message from PeopleStrong CEO Sandeep Chowdhury. We indeed are living in the era of talent economy. The talent economy fundamentally for us means looking at the world of work, workplace and workforce very differently than what we've essentially experienced and known in the pre-pandemic world. We fundamentally believe that experience, collaboration and data will actually differentiate the best from the rest with that ambition people strong has brought the first talent operating system to enterprises to essentially be able to personalize the employee journey right from the hiring into the learning performance and the career management stage of every employee we've done that with massive amount of ai and ml that will bring in the right decisions for an employee and for the enterprises to essentially take the biggest advantage of the crisis that we're just coming out of fantastic and talk to us vipal just a little yeah. bit about how how do you how does that capability uh, be captured how how do you get that richness of of data in about an individual's capability to then be able to see that so i know it's a continuous process and this is where technology comes uh, into play and uh, people strong has been in business for over 15 years right and uh, over the years we've been working towards it it's not like it's just come out like yesterday we've been working we've been creating our own repository uh, and we have huge rich data across geographies in terms of various industries which are running across uh, in those industries what are the roles and in those roles what are the prevalent skills available right so we have a huge repository and that intelligence is what we pass on to our customers Fantastic. and a lot of time uh, like i said that uh, this is a continuous process uh, yes. the skills which were relevant for a particular role 4 years back perhaps they might not be they might be very hygiene but you might require 3 4 additional skills which will definitely need to win in the market brilliant and are those skills you mentioned that that evolve that's coming through a combination of the 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 market data that you have but also your artificial intelligence yes. capabilities as well is that right absolutely adam absolutely yeah brilliant so that's a good segue into the next thing i wanted to talk to you about and that was you know we we think of values um driven leadership as something that's really human Yeah. Um yet we know obviously in today's hybrid world uh that we need those human skills to interconnect with data with analytics with artificial intelligence um with technology and and with systems. So how how do we continue to have a values driven uh approach with that data uh driven approach as well? How do we best combine the two? Yeah. 
Sure. I love the smile Adam you had while asking this question. <laughs> so so yes uh, I I'm, I'm a propagate that uh, technology is an enabler right a human relation human uh, you know uh, value system have to be driven by humans right technology is just an enabler. So mm. uh, let me answer this question into two two halves a very interesting uh, question. Um so technology has I that's my perspective that technology has two primary use one is to provide direction right so that you can have better decision making uh, and we can reduce the opportunity loss so if i know likelihood of something happening i, I get i should be informed and i'll take a decision on it so that's element 1 of technology element 2 of technology is to drive engagement and build conversations right that's a very critical component and that's where the entire human connect uh, comes in for example when i spoke of a uh, talent operating system we have a very interesting engagement layer uh, and and uh, we we have a chatbot called genie and it's taking an avatar of a talent coach okay okay so imagine yeah. imagine uh, as an as an employee and, and i'll just give you my user journey uh, what genie does and specifically in these times where i'm working from home uh, genie comes and talks to me that how am i feeling right it it checks on not only my physical well-being but my mental well-being and if it gets mm-hmm. a, a a point where it says that i'm not feeling great it probes me and checks that are these symptoms or are these areas which i can support you with what genie also does is talks to me in terms of my capability building mm-hmm. so right and and it also shows me what are the outcomes from business which which i need to Uh, be ready with right so genie is playing that engagement role for managers right what genie does is that it picks up the intelligence and shares with the managers that this is how your teams are doing this is how your teams are engaged and this is how your teams are performing would you like to have a conversation mm. so what genie is trying to do is build relationship is it's is pushing the manager hey listen why don't you set up a meeting right and here are the tips of you know of having a better uh, conversation during that meeting right for ceos it's it's sharing that these are your red zones in the firm right this is how yes. your attrition looks this is how your productivity is looking why don't you connect with these teams so through technology like i said that is just not about data and interpreting that data what we are doing uh, from an innovation standpoint we trying to leverage technology to build those human connects to build those conversations to build that context in those conversations right so this is where uh, you know technology um, and the entire human um, uh, uh, value system we're trying to build a balancing act adam mm. that's quite amazing vipul that that how long has that been in development for the the, the genie technology and, and and are you seeing what are you seeing that it's picking up and learning and 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 improving over the time that it started so we've been uh, you know uh, in the innovation labs over the years uh, doing that um, initially the you know we we looked at genie as more as an uh, service assistant you know solving queries but what we realized was that beyond queries it's just data reporting right this is you know there's an input this there is an output over the last 3 years we you know what we have invested very heavily is to build contextualization and build intelligence in in genie mm-hmm. so that genie when it connects with you adam it talks to the language which you understand right yes it is very contextual to your needs when it talks to me it is with a context 
with my challenges right whether it's capability whether it's well being whether it's productivity or could be anything right so mm. so genie has been evolving like i said that technology cannot be static right it needs yeah. to evolve every day and and like i said that our vision for genie is to be a talent coach so imagine in enterprises you know give you leveraging technology you are giving this coach to every employee mm. who's not only aligning people on 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 your larger purpose but also engaging with the end user telling them what they should be doing to succeed and in in the, in their work not only uh, you know um, uh, succeed in their work but also be a better person altogether so that's yes. that's the vision uh, genie is taking fantastic and and i'd love the fact that it's addressing not just you know capability and performance but also you know mental yeah. well-being um picking up clues yeah. trying to create that ecosystem that allows managers and ceos as you said to really be on top of their yeah. teams and their people yeah fantastic um it was only a matter of time before we got to the the, the covid-19 question but it's um it's there it's not going away things are changing but things are going to be changed forever i think um and you know as it's accelerated the shifts uh, that organizations uh, have had to do to execute to strategize uh, to manage and reward performances is, is really is really it's real and it's it's happening all the time um with that added i guess you know challenge of making remote and hybrid workforces more efficient and continuing to perform for the customer what do you think are the key things that organizations need to keep in mind as we almost now embrace this new normal of of hybrid working how do we keep performance high for our customers while looking after our teams sure absolutely uh, and and uh, i i say that uh, you know the first thing uh, and the foremost thing uh, which is the most essential component whether it's covid or not covid is communication and communication from 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 leadership right? uh, leaders have to walk the talk that's the first and the foremost element uh, we need to give clarity right uh, mm. whether uh, clarity in terms of uh, strategy if there has been a course correction clarity in terms of direction right and clarity on the overall environment so the first and the foremost thing is 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 communication right that's has to be and and the more leaders do the better it is right um, mm. and 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 that's what is been an ask and and we've been supporting through technology how do we connect ceos you know one on one with the entire firm and and we'll talk about that uh, later perhaps so communication is the first and the most important element which uh, every firm needs to invest heavily and leaders that's that's some that's a goal which every ceo should be owning it uh, come what may right this yes. second component is about focusing on outcomes right so outcomes are very important in 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 today's uh, business uh, environment so focus on outcomes and important is to develop managers who coach the efforts which you will take to drive those outcomes right a lot of time you know while you know through this hybrid environment people are trying to micromanage things uh, which is not a great thing to do focus on outcomes mm. whether it takes 4 hours 8 hours 10 hours if you've given an accountability to a team member to execute something uh that's it it finishes there right 
to coach how to go there is the role of a manager so ensuring that you have enough conversation between managers and team members happening in terms of the efforts mm. so focus on outcome so that's the second point i would say third a very interesting important piece is collaboration needless to say and today um what i have seen uh, adam across uh, over the years a shift from a very hierarchical structure to network of teams right yeah. uh, and you need to align people on common goals so adam you are perhaps a part of strategy i might be part of business there's somebody from technology but we need to align ourselves together as a squad operations absolutely yep. we need to align ourselves because this is one objective we are chasing so ensure that you create those squads very important collaboration so collaboration doesn't become a fuzzy word right that you get yep. a team together inside a room and you know you just brainstorm and drive an outcome collaboration is building a squad with a common purpose so mm. drive that collaboration led execution approach much more then siloed based and individual based approach so that's the third uh, hack i would say uh, i would do i would advise fourth yes. is invest in well being it's super critical right mm. at the end of the day we all are sitting in our rooms uh, working uh, and you don't know what state uh, uh, of affairs people are there so i think it's super critical to bring this agenda forward and ensure that as a firm we are investing very heavily in 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 physical and mental wellbeing for people and and this is a, a, a track which has certainly become much more of importance uh, and relevance in today's environment absolutely the next uh, tip i would give is focus on skills right like i said you know the entire genesis of talent operating system is you need to upgrade your os right mm. uh, to 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 get the better experience and deliver a better and faster outcomes so invest in skilling right it's super critical um, you need to future proof yourself um, where you want to go ensure that you have the know how so skilling is a very important component and the last and but the least you need an execution layer so leverage technology right to bring all of this to a purpose so starting from communication to focusing on outcomes to investing on well beings and 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 investing on skilling i think all these are interconnected to 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 build a, a very nice recipe for growth right and it links yes. back in onto what we spoke adam initially around the culture strategy and capability so i think these yeah. would be the few uh, things which i would advise adam fantastic and you mentioned um looking at all of those different things where where would you say Uh, an organization or a leader should perhaps start if they're kind of beginning that technology journey what are some of the perhaps early wins to focus on when you're looking at um a technology uh, coming into an organization to help enable you so uh, two uh, three things which uh, you know as a starting point for every business leader the first and the foremost point is you would have an operating plan in place I'm very sure every firm yep. would have that and you would have a strategy document in place uh for growth and you would have i'm assuming build the structures to assume uh, to execute that strategy the first and foremost thing is to ensure that from a business standpoint we align our entire workforce on what we are chasing so so yes so a performance management uh, uh plays a very critical component right because there is a direct impact to business 
right so i yeah. think the first step is to establish that firmly because your plans are firm because you 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 have to answer to your shareholders you have to you know answer back to your investors so your your mm. you ensure that your strategy execution is in place right while your strategy is would be in place execution grid should be in place while you taking this journey identify the gaps is strategy yes. a gap or capability a gap right if you if you starting from scratch right if you notice that there is a capability in, in the gap double click this and ensure that you have the right set of people and invest in building capability that's the second element yeah. which can and slow and slowly you build that entire cohesive ecosystem where uh, where not only your capability your strategy and your engagement all of them are connected uh, you know in a very harmonious way so this is what my yeah. approach advice adam would be brilliant thank you vipal and i know uh, a lot of people will um take a lot from that we're coming to the end of the uh, of, of the uh, the session today but one thing i'd love uh, to understand is how do you see technology enabling a more human future of work <laughs> well, i i don't have a, a crystal ball in front of me uh, or um, uh, uh, but looking at from trends uh, uh, and a web 3.0 is what we say is a reality right and web 3.0 is is around blockchain and you know driving yeah. uh, you know incentivizing users to perform an action right so that's something which i think is going to uh, is the next place where the entire technology not just work tech but this going to go um, i we've been operating in a virtual world for quite some time uh, while statically but i think uh, the future would be virtual offices that's something which should be on the anvil where perhaps you and i have a avatar of ours having a cup of coffee together uh, in the in the near near future but what i've seen um, uh, uh, is that um, the trends in technology uh, the first impact it comes is when consumer behavior so so it normally starts from consumer the habit formation starts from you know when you consume uh, certain products and the work tech follows the same principles right so the first mm-hmm. behavior change you see uh, in the consumer tech space right and those are the behaviors you you then replicate back into work tech space so when you when when the advent of apps started happening in consumer tech space it became imperative for business tech to have apps on the mobile the importance of you know uh, in consumer space the 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 mobile experience which which uh, which was powering the same thing happened in work tech so I, i i see that the trends to catch up would be whatever the investments and the innovation is happening in the consumer tech will definitely get replicated into work tech having said that i think one thing for sure is my my headline would be for the future mm-hmm. do you have the right skills uh, to run the business and and i think that is something which uh, would remain through and through people thank you for your time today and your fantastic insights about mm-hmm. culture high performance technology and how it enables people to be at the best in organizations we wish you all the best for this year once again many thanks thank you adam thank you very much for your time appreciate it that's it for today's episode of decoding future leadership thanks for listening we'd really love to hear how your workplace is combining human capability and hr technology to redesign our hybrid working environments please like comment share and subscribe to help us create a world of difference brought to you by people strong and fisher leadership <laughs>